the Victorian Farmers Federation podcast. My name is Sunil Kuchinotta and I am the Vice President. The Victorian Farmers Federation has been the voice of Victorian farmers and rural and regional communities since 1979, helping to secure a farming future for Victoria and generations to come. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode hosted by Tegan Buckley. Over to you, Tegan. Thank you, Danielle. I am super excited to introduce to the VFF podcast today as part of the Making Our Farm Family Safer project, Andrea Valance, who is the coordinator of the Tim Boone Agriculture Project TAP, which is an innovative award-winning collaboration between the Tim Boone P12 School and the surrounding industries and community. This community of educators is a partnership that results in significant improvements in student learning outcomes by inspiring teachers and engaging students with real-world hands-on learning opportunities. Originally from Warrnambool and after teaching in Lake Bollock and Maryborough, Andrea and her husband Bruce are dairy farmers in Naranda in southwest Victoria. As lifetime learners with little experience in dairy, but a healthy respect for seeking advice, discussion groups and mentors, they increased their herd from 135 cows to the present 800 cows on their 286 hectare milking platform. Andrew is a great believer in volunteerism in communities and is a member of the Nullawarri Community Emergency Response Team and Timboon Ambulance Community Officer with Ambulance Victoria. Whilst wearing these three hats, Andrea is in a unique position to understand the complexities of families living and working in the workplace and combines these roles to help try keep children and their families safe on farm. I'm so pleased to introduce Andrea today. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you, Tegan. It's great to be a part of such an important message to be getting out to the community. Andrea, can we talk about what you believe we can do as an ag industry on a whole to make change when it comes to keeping everyone on farm safe? I think we need to address farm safety as a multi-pronged approach. There's no one solution to this um, to this problem. We need to have resources like the Making Our Farm Families Safer program that's directed at parents and grandparents and families so they can see how to, say, a resource to to help keep their, their, their children safe. But also this change needs to come through the classrooms um, with things like the Tap Into Farm Safety Unit that will explain to students that there are consequences for what they've done and even further up in the classrooms with students in year 9 and 10 where they work through processes and subjects about how to keep safe, how to access change and engage their role in agriculture should they choose to take it up. So there's no one size it's all and even and even looking at George the farmer a, a resource for for junior students they have a farm safety module too it has to be a multi a multi approach multifaceted approach to try to keep this because this is a community problem and it needs a community cross-generational solution we also need to be aware that uh, farming and agriculture can sometimes be a solitary a solitary um, industry and we need to encourage conversations we need to encourage that are you okay, mate, and look at projects like the Blue Tree or Dolly's Dream and encourage our young people to talk and to just check in with their mates and just make sure everybody's all right because it's a community responsibility to take care of everybody. 
Oh, what a start to this podcast episode chat. I'm so excited to hear a little bit more about the Timboon Agricultural Project. Can you give me a brief summary and share with our listeners what what this project's all about? Okay, so the Timboon Agriculture Project, or TAP, um, is an initiative of Timboon P12 School and our local community where we tap into, excuse the pun, um, regional industries and community members to provide hands-on learning opportunities for our students and um, get them to experience a curriculum that can be more real and relevant and alive and hands-on than in normal school classes. So my role is like a, a learning broker or the TAP coordinator, so I bridge the gap between schools and industry, so I have to be bilingual and uh, talk industry talk and teacher talk to um, to uncover the wealth of knowledge in our community. So. It's a, it's a great job. Initially, it started off um, years five to eight in maths and science, but now it's evolved right across the whole P12 curriculum. With, um, For example, in year one and two, we investigate physics by bringing in council graders and tractors, or in year three, four, we look at push and pull, um, push and pull, extending it up, and production systems in nearby farms and supermarkets. We have vets in year nine and ten talking about zoonoses and biology, and we have local agribusinesses in talking about uh, how they counter and work around things like COVID with our agribusiness students. That's incredible. And that will really set up the future of these students. It's just phenomenal, the work that you're doing. And can you tell us a little bit more about the TAPS Farm Safety Program? So as you'd be aware, uh, children are overrepresented in uh, accidents and fatalities on farms. So as part of the TAP, uh, we work hard to educate families and children about farm safety. So children, often farm kids think they're bulletproof and they have a casual attitude to safety. It's unfortunate that it's both a workplace and a residence, so sometimes hazards are overlooked or ignored. So we use industry personnel to deliver safety messages that are more real and relevant and it's not mum or dad or a teacher, you know, saying the same message again. It's, it's, it's a similar message but packaged differently. So it was devised to talk about the dangers in a real sense rather than a typical chalk and talk. Um, we pictured it students in year five and six as they tend to think they know it all and, and they're given more freedom or independence around farm and may have non-farmer friends visiting the property who may not be aware of the inherent risks um, involved. So the unit begins with a Victorian WorkSafe officer who brings along a big Lego farm kit and she sets it up with accidents and incidents and sometimes fatalities of worst practice scenarios and the students have to spot it, identify and then discuss how to rectify and improve the situation. We then take them out on farm to a dairy farm and they work through best practice workstations, talking to a farmer about farm safety in the dairy, the milking platform. We have a vet looking at safe animal handling practices and zoonoses a farm machine and retailer can talk about the inherent risks with motorbikes, tractors and utes. A WorkSafe officer also talks about chemicals and we have uh, community emergency response team members or ambulance paramedics talking, teaching students, doctors, ABC, so how to identify danger, how to seek a response, when to send for help, to check for airways, breathing, circulation and then use a defib if appropriate. We teach them how to call triple zero and how to use the Emergency Plus app. So the students can see what they should do and understand and how to be safe um, through this excursion. And then back at school, 
We extend it by getting to look at uh, accidents and incidents in the media, and then they look at statistics through maths lessons. This year we compared, or last year we compared data from farm farm safety data charts from uh, Farm Online, Safe Work Australia, the Weekly Times, and they had to gather um, incidents, uh, report them about death by age groups or quad bikes and all the topics were researched and collated. Um, at In November every year we have uh, TAPS on, which is a big curriculum expo that uh, celebrates the learning on the TAP. And these, these your students in year five and six, they become the experts and the educators supported by their mentors to teach their younger peers about how to do CPR, um, first aid, motorbike safety and animal handling. So it's extrapolated out through the community um, such was the um, reaction of this that we entered a WorkSafe Award um, in 2015 and we won uh, that award based on the fact that this program can be implemented anywhere. There's a community that backs and support its school and wants to keep their, um, their students safe. It's also been um, taken up by Dairy Australia who uh, developed a farm safety program to try to keep farm kids, students safe on farms. And it even works during COVID because during COVID we couldn't travel out on farm, but the students asked questions and I interviewed um, a farmer, uh, the WorkSafe officer and a vet and recorded their messages in an iMovie and took it back to the farm. We tap into other, other um, industries and courses like WorkSafe Australia. They had a, a farm safety competition and our students did some um, stop gap motion movies to try to, enhance the understanding and really bring home those messages to try to keep them and their peers their peers safe. Um, with the anecdotal evidence that it works, some people think students in year five and six, now 10 to 12-year-olds, can't take home these messages, but um, by giving these, these tools, they can make really, really timely decisions. We had in, um, after our most recent farm excursion, we had three young students um, at a skate park in Port Campbell one of them had an accident and broke his leg and before they called their parents, they rang triple zero. One student stayed with the child, another one went to the road to show the ambulance where to come and their parents were wrapped because if they had waited for mum and dad to turn up, there would have been a delay of 20 minutes. So just giving students the tools and the knowledge and knowing how to look after themselves and their peers and stay safe is, um, is really, really important. Wow. And when is this rolling out in all schools across the country? <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. I'm blown away. I'm sure our listeners are too. I'd love to see it rolled out. We um we report on the TAP um, across Victoria and interstate at, at industry and teacher conferences, and um, it could be replicated anywhere, as I as I mentioned before. So um, any school teachers listening, get on it. Get on it, yeah. <laughs> We've been working with PIFA, which is the Primary Industries Education Foundation in Australia, developing resources. Um, they've got an ACE resource package similar to what we're doing with the VFF. So it's so great that there's so many bodies working in the same space because we all recognise the priority to keep our, our children and families safe. Absolutely. And that brings me, I guess, to farm safety resources and projects that TAP has tapped into, I love that pun, um, and developed and continue pro- to provide Victorian farming families. So we have, as mentioned, just we have um, showcased the TAP and the TAP into Farm Safety Unit at uh, workshops and conferences 
and the WorkSafe Award was well promoted as part of the Portable Studios developed a game with Dairy Australia to develop a farm safety platform. And so we had a master, a group of master gamers who went to a portable studio and developed a game. So students had to tackle this to try to keep people safe. Um, there's so, as I mentioned before, there's so many of us working in this space. Our, our resources are available on the TAP blog or the Timboon P12 website. And we're more than happy to talk to other bodies just to gain and understand what we've learnt through this experience. But I think the main piece of um, resourcing or information is that uh, if you, you know, there's that saying, if you build it, they will come. If you upskill these children, they they can step up when you need them to. We had um, similar during the St. Patrick's Day fires in eight, 2018, some school parents recounted how their year five and six students took the lead and enacted the fire plans they'd developed after they'd worked with our CFA members um, learning how to prepare and act when facing a bushfire. So if you give the students the tools and the understanding and they can see that it's real and relevant, they will step up and um, take on the challenge. They really are incredible young humans, aren't they? They are. We really probably need to give them more credit and more, you know, information I guess they can they clearly you've proven that they really can take on and listen and enact a lot of what and carry out a lot of what you're teaching them moving on to yourself and your husband Bruce are dairy farmers what would you like to see change in relation to incidents or farm safety into the future for the ag industry well data from the 2021 ag health australia story found that approximately 15 children are killed on Australian farms each year and more are seriously injured that require um, hospitalisation. We all need to be aware of how easily a lapse in judgment or not taking the time to do things properly, even as adults. Um, For example, in in 2019, I had a scare when I left a gate open when I was stomach tubing calves and the cows decided to meander out the gate. So I... um, took off after them I wasn't going that fast it was a level track but the quad bike I was on rolled and I had a I had rollover protection on the bike and a helmet but it really shook me up and I was thinking I wasn't being an idiot I wasn't going really fast it was a level track so just making us all understand how easily things can happen Um, as an ambulance volunteer we see repercussions of people hurrying or not taking precautions or young people or those not so young having a reckless or a she'll-be-right attitude. Um, We see injuries that could have been fatalities by missing fatalities by millimetres that makes us reassess how we do things at at home. Um, Bruce and I were part of a WorkSafe Behaviour Works project about optimising vehicle farm safety with with WorkSafe because there's still too many tractor-related incidents and WorkSafe data points out the main mechanisms a vehicle runover and rollover, mainly involving tractors and attachments from October to December, which is during harvest. Um, in some of these incidents, quad bike injuries aren't as severe as previously they were because of ROPs and helmets, but incident with adults and children still happen because the people may not be um, old enough or skilled enough or not be riding to the terrain. Uh, more accidents have been reported with side-by-sides as people don't wear helmets or seatbelts or aren't driving to the to the um, conditions. So I think 
We still just need to see more improvements in technology to help with tractors and attachments, as a lot can be done from the cab, but the driver still needs to be diligent and aware of people and surroundings. There's changes to legislation that have required that quad bikes are fitted with ROPs and helmets, but we need to enforce these safety messages for our team. And, and, and regionally, I know WorkSafe officers have adopted it like a proactive approach, a, a proactive course of action and prefer to act in a precautionary manner, like um, check out things with you. So if you ask them, is my equipment safe? Rather than a reactive role to help prevent accidents instead of attending an incident or, or, an, or a fatality. Wow. And is there anything else to add there in relation to how you think this change might be brought about? And I might ask you a quick question as well on quad bikes. As you were talking about quad bikes, I was wondering, do we see a role on farms for them now that they're safety features and are they safe enough given that a lot of accidents come about from quad bikes? I, I think that the new precautions and the legislative changes will mean that quad bikes are potentially safer, but it all comes down to the person whose bottom's on the seat. You have to ride to the t- terrain. You have to be cautious of what you're doing. You have to have experience when it gets um, complicated to know when to stop and when to just go, enough, um, you know, I can't do this. I need a different vehicle. So I sent that, it's that sense of knowing what you what you don't know Um I just wanted to say too that a really positive outcome from that behaviour work seminar is the um, and stakeholder meetings is the current WorkSafe ad that says it's not you until it is because and it really makes you think that example with the quad bike rollover for me I thought it had never happened to me because I don't ride like an idiot our farm's flat and it just sort of makes you take sense and stock about um, how you can be involved involved in things. And the importance of of really good induction and training and uh, maybe toolbox meetings at the start of seasonal changes like harvest or carving with planning and introduction procedures with all staff, especially especially new ones. And we also need to be mindful that young people, especially males, process information differently and it may lead to be presented in a variety of ways, whether by explanation, demonstration, you know, like a verbal recall or supervised practice sessions and and be careful how we present the safety message, not nagging, but explaining cause and reaction and consequences. Yeah, that's such a great response. And I guess a core part of the campaign and what we're wanting to communicate here at the Making Our Farm Safer Child Safety on Farms campaign is that we're not here to tell you how to parent your children. It's more bringing about awareness and tips and tools for you to understand how you can help keep your children working on farms safe. And I guess to that light, we're wanting to drive cultural change around the tasks and activities that children aged 10 to 15 years are undertaking on the farm. What would be your top safety message that you'd like to share with this audience? As, as, as a farmer, we all think we're bulletproof at times, but to quote that WorkSafe campaign, it isn't you till it is. And with our WorkSafe officer, she says no seat, no ride, and to reinforce that work areas aren't play areas and to just do it properly and to teach the doctor doctors ABC. From the um, Child Safety and Farms Guidebook, I think one of the most important pieces of information is that uh, 
farms are the most dangerous and deadly work sites in Australia with a disproportionate number of workplace fatalities. And I was really impressed with um, Dr Warwick Teague's comments about injuries on farms, that they're often preventable, not inevitable, and that lots of things we used to do when we're growing up on farms we just can't do anymore. Yeah, so right. That is such a key takeaway, really. And I guess another message that we're sharing as part of this campaign is just because they can doesn't mean they should in relation to children performing work-related activities on farm or in general just being and living on farm because it's often families' homes. What does that statement mean for you? Just because they can doesn't mean they should. Just because you can teach a uh, a 10-year-old to drive a tractor, they may not be aware of the difficulties of different sorts of terrains terrain and capabilities and loader heights and implications of what they're doing no matter how how much time you will save by asking a child to do a task like that you will spend a lot of time lamenting anything that happens to them whether it's an incident or a fatality we just have to be conscious of the sorts of things that we ask our students to do our students and children to do and to make sure that they are uh, taught and inducted how to use things properly. Thank you so much. And is there any other piece of information in the VFF Making Our Farm Family Safer Child Safety on Farms guidebook that you might like to share with listeners that really resonated with you and the many hats that you were wear um, in your day-to-day life um, and also for, on your farm? Um, I think we need to stress the importance of having conversations around farm safety and that it's everybody's responsibility, as as mentioned through the guidelines and other podcasts. And children aren't often aware of the consequences, so it's really important to make them aware of what can happen. Um, My son used to have a T-shirt that said, same, same, but different. Um, So in my experience, all these safety messages from all different different places, including the VFF, the VFF Child Safety and Farms booklets and podcasts um, need to be delivered to young children and adults by people who can highlight these consequences and, and use a variety of platforms no matter what to keep them safe. Love that. Thank you so much, Andrea, for joining us and sharing your insights and the amazing work that you do for the people and the industry we need to clone you. The work that you're doing is absolutely incredible and we're so fortunate. Um, and I'm really excited to hear about how the TAP project is going to evolve and hopefully roll out nationally. That would be incredible if it did. Any final words of wisdom that you might like to share with us before we wrap this episode up? We'd just like to teach children how to call triple zero, to know that they are responsible, they can do it, and just to stop and consider their safety and the implications of the things that they're doing. Thanks for listening to the Victorian Farmers Federation podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review or a rating, and for more information, visit the Victorian Farmers Federation website. See you in the next episode.